Hey friends, look, I know the world seems completely out of control right now, but there are a few things we can always count on. The speed of light is constant, E equals MC squared, and if someone opens a statement with the words, no offense, get ready, you're about to be offended. But what if there's actually a benefit to being offended? What if I told you that your life right now is worth noticing? This is the Attention Collection. I'm Anthony Garcia. You snowflake, libtard, Karen. Aw, are you butthurt? Okay, Boomer. <laughs> These are just a few gems you'll find floating around the toxic pool we call the internet, our connected experience together. And honestly, if you manage to make it through a news feed or a newscast without being offended, my hat is off to you. Because there are so many messages vying for our offended attention. If I'm honest, I barely make it through a day anymore without either shaking my head or wanting to pound it into a wall. In fact, just the other day, I was walking through a store to pick up essential items, of course, and two men walked by me, and they had no masks on. And one of them turned to the other and made a joke about my t-shirt. It was like he was spitting in my face in that moment, which, of course, he essentially was spitting in my face without a mask on in the store, but I digress. Let's move on. Can I make a confession? I honestly, strongly considered following after him. I considered confronting him right then and there, both for his refusal to respect the public space and for his comment. But I took a deep breath into my mask and moved on. But enough about me. What about you? With all the social and political unrest, I'm sure you could rattle off at least 10 similar stories. Stress is mounting, opinions are everywhere, and people are actually dying. There is a racial divide that is ever-widening, so many things are going on, and so few of us seem to be able to agree on a way forward. It's the perfect climate for taking offense. So what do we do? The obvious first answer to that question is to get rid of offensive people. Simple. Put them all on an island. The only problem with that approach is that we've already done that, and we live on that island. We pay taxes here. Another approach is to simply stop being offended altogether. Just be done with it. Believe it or not, there's been a lot of writing and thinking towards this end. For instance, all the great spiritual traditions have something to offer. 
But some of my favorite remedies for this problem come from Stoic philosophy. The Greek philosopher Epictetus. Now, here is a man born into slavery. A man whose name literally means acquired, as in property, has so much to say about being offended. In one place he writes, Remember that it is we who torment, we who make difficulties for ourselves, that is, our opinions do. What, for instance, does it mean to be insulted? Stand by a rock and insult it. And what have you accomplished? If someone responds to insult like a rock, what has the abuser gained with his invective? That is powerful imagery. I don't think anyone would deny that, especially from a man who arguably had much in life to be offended by. But what if I'm not a rock? Then what? In fact, I only know of one human rock and that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I'm willing to bet that even he has a hard time taking it on the chin every once in a while. Truthfully, Epictetus speaks words of wisdom that I actually aspire to, but I know myself enough, I know my reactions enough to know that I have a long way to go before I can achieve that level of perspective. But even more than that, I think there are actually some hidden gems in the things that offend us. We may find personal breakthroughs tucked inside the things that insult us, but we just have to be willing to dig for them. Allow me to explain what I mean. If you are willing to accept that you have room for growth, that you have blind spots and areas of opportunity. Picking apart that which offends you might actually prove helpful. Now, obviously there are some things that are just plain offensive. They're hateful, they provide no value to your life, and they should be completely disregarded. We'll get to those in a moment. But what about the offenses that actually might say more about us than the offender? Sometimes pain is an indication of internal issues. There are deep problems in us that only surface when they're agitated or stretched. So what if next time we find ourselves offended, we approached the offense with a different set of questions? Instead of asking, why did you offend me? Whether that be to the person or inside, what if we asked ourselves, why did that offend me? There's a big difference between those two questions. Instead of wondering, who do you think you are to say something like that to me? What if we twisted it? What if we spun it around and asked, who do I think I am that something like that would offend me? It might seem like wordplay and it might seem really subtle, but the difference is there are stark. No one wants to be rattled. No one wants to be irritated. It's uncomfortable. And our primary pursuit as humans is comfort at the end of the day. But what if the discomfort is there to lead us to another path? What if it's actually a guide 
an instructor of sorts. And I, I know, it's a podcast and it's a theory and it's a nice thought, but the trouble is we don't use much thought when it comes to being offended. It's mostly an immediate emotional response, one that swells up quickly like a sprained ankle and all we can do is think about the pain and all we want to do is to assign blame. It's understandable, but what difference might be made if we could notice the feeling as it rises and instead of making assumptions, instead of pointing fingers, instead of lashing out, What if we asked what it's doing there? What if we tried to figure out where it's coming from and where, more importantly, it's trying to take us? In truth, sometimes the answer is justice. Sometimes we're reaching out for fairness. Sometimes we're standing up in defense of. Our aim is protection. And as I said, some things are purely offensive. Their only purpose is to harm. They offer nothing else. For example, when someone offends you or someone else based on appearance, there's no gem hidden there. There's no hidden lesson waiting to be revealed other than maybe the person themselves is hurting. Maybe they're broken. Maybe they're feeling insecure. So that's the lesson. The same goes for race. In ethnicity, when someone says or does things cruel to another person, offends someone based on their race or ethnicity, it's just hate is what it is. And when someone is marginalized or abused based on their gender identity or their sexual orientation, it's not the time for that person to look in the mirror and ask what they can do better or what they can do to change. That's not the time. Perhaps to look in the mirror and work on appreciating oneself and valuing oneself above what some other people have done. And perhaps to vow to never treat another person in that same way. But that's the lesson. And there is something else that we can look to in all of this. We can look to the fact that there's a deeper reality wherein we aren't any of these categories. We're not our appearance. We're not our race. We're not our ethnicity or gender identity or sexual orientation. There's a truth about us that is bigger than any of those boxes allow. But nevertheless, these are the filters through which we live in the world. It's how we navigate. They inform our felt experience. And no one has the right to disparage or abuse us. No one. That's an absolute deal breaker. There are no lessons to be learned from hateful comments about your appearance or identity, except maybe that it's time to end a friendship. Maybe it's time to exit a relationship. Maybe it's time to unfollow some people. Maybe it's time to get a new circle. Having said all that, sometimes we identify so strongly with certain things that we can't understand the difference between offending the thing and offending ourselves. In other words, 
We can't distinguish between a harsh critique of a certain thing and a harsh critique of ourselves. For instance, religion, political affiliation, nationality. When I can't see myself as distinct from my religion, no matter how I respect it or regard it, I will ignore or even defend terrible things done in the name of that religion. For instance, molestation in the Catholic Church. It's an epidemic. Racism, sexism, abuse in the evangelical church. It's far more pervasive than we want to admit. These kinds of things exist in every single religion. It doesn't mean all religions are bad. It doesn't mean we need to throw them away. It just means if I so identify with that thing that I can't see important and needed critiques of that thing, I'm unnecessarily offended. When I can't see myself as distinct from my political party of choice, I become blind to its missteps, its errors, and its contradictions. I end up trying to defend the indefensible. It's just the truth. Cognitive dissonance in politics is a hell of a drug. The same stuff I deny in my party, I see running rampant in yours. That is a major issue that we all have to grapple with. When I can't see myself as distinct from my nation, I never stop to question how it behaves as a neighbor to other nations. National pride is one thing, but dogmatic nationalism is like cancer. We just have to call it for what it is. It not only destroys those around us, it actually destroys itself. There are so many more examples I could give, but you get the point. The attention collection exists to remind us that we are never not being formed. We are formed by the things that inspire us, absolutely. But we can also be formed by the things that enrage us. The goal is to eliminate accidental formation. The aim is to partner with the things that shape us. And this includes the stuff that rubs us the wrong way. Perhaps one day we will become the rocks Epictetus envisioned. Until then, if we're going to be offended, and that's almost a guarantee, we might as well get something out of the process. <laughs>